Hi folks, this is Shane Lowry. You're listening to Mark and Ken on Keologus Crack. Well, hey, a big fortunate uh, You're very welcome to Keologus Crack. Kenny Atrasi here. Uh, Makara, Mr. O'Brien in North Carolina. How are you now, buddy? Not too bad, Kenny. Shane Lowry, you see, he had a bit of time because he's gone from the master, so he had a bit of time to record that for us. Yes, Mr. Lowry, a disappointing second day after uh, being on the on the leaderboard after day one. Uh, that was a, a little bit of a free fall for him. Very uncharacteristic, I have to say, but um, Rory's looking good. He's, he's, uh, I'd say they'll be looking over their shoulders at him today. Yeah, indeed, yeah, he's right there, isn't he? So it'd be great to see him come through, all right. Absolutely, yeah, but uh, it's just a very... Uh, Disappointed to see to see uh, to see Shane slip away there. Yeah, yeah, indeed. And yeah. there'll be no de- no defending champion either. Mister Willis is gone, so uh, he's gone as well. Yeah, and uh, Justin Johnson, of course, uh, injured, didn't uh, participate at all. So but I'm calling you here from uh, Hope Island in North Carolina, Ken, on the way to uh, to play a fourth round of golf and heading back to Toronto tomorrow. I understand there might have been a little bit of snow there yesterday, and so so sad that I missed that. I bet you are, yeah. We woke up to uh, definitely a little bit of a dust and, and uh, very cold indeed. So, uh, But it's improving All today right. now. We've got the sun today, and it's going oh, to warm it. up. Yeah. So we'll be I'll grand. Bring back, a bit, bring back a bit of that with me. So you're down there doing your own little master's run there in North Carolina, yeah? I am indeed, yeah. Fair play to you. A little, little ball around, but it's a lovely part of the world. And um, right on, I took an old dip in the Atlantic Ocean there a couple of times. You did not. I thought I would. I thought I would do it every day, but the, the one day I think was enough. I got my fill. So tell me, do you have any little uh, flutter in the Grand National today? We got the uh, I, entry is happening over there in England. I do not have anything in the Grand National today. Did you? Did you take a flutter on it? I did. I had a I had a, a good connection back home, and uh, I put a few bob on uh, Ruby Walsh, and uh, definitely oh, yeah. red there. So. Yeah, we'll see. Four, yeah. 40 horses running, and uh, we'll see what happened. Last year, only 16 of them finished. And, oh, uh, wow. Okay. And, and I'll tell you one thing. Favourites are not the norm either. In the last five years, yeah. 33 to 1, 66 to 1, 25 to 1, and a 33 to 1, including yeah, another 25 to 1, won that, won that race. So you never that know, but it's it, always worth an old bet. That's the event it is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So... Um, yeah. Tell me about football here now. Division One, Dublin Kerry. Yeah. Always a good Dublin. day out. Absolutely, Dublin versus Kerry, and Dublin. Um, Dublin looked like they were done and dusted last week against Monaghan. Last five minutes, a goal and three points, and uh, they put some uh, some serious space between themselves and Monaghan, and so that gives them the uh, yeah the top spot in the division. And uh, Kerry, you know that old traditional rivalry, and on the same week that uh, that the Gooch announced his retirement. Yes, uh, Perry will take on uh, Dublin, so I don't know if he will line out in that game or not. No, apparently, apparently not. Game. Apparently not. I'm, I'm hearing anyway, or was reading there that he's not. So, but they've played a lot of yeah. youngsters, Kerry, this year, and of course yeah. they're coming off three All Ireland under twenty one. So, that's th- correct. What yeah, do you reckon? Will that? You think that'll help them now? Bit of experience from the young fellows. Yeah, I think I think it will. I think um, I mean the uh, the. To get these young fellas playing that that uh, quality of uh, side that Dublin have is is uh, is not going to do them any harm at all. And of course, uh, you know, uh, Munster football is um, you know Cork had a fairly good run in the uh, in the league this year. Uh, Tipperary, of course, are getting better and better, and they're in the final of the Division Three. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it's going to be a very interesting campaign. I mean, it won't be all um, you know. Kerry have a bit of work to do now to come out of their province. So 
Yeah, what do you make um, of Kildare too in Division Two? That's two yeah, promotions uh, in a row. It's uh, it's pretty incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, they'll, they'll they look like the only likely um, you know comp- competition that Dublin will have in Leinster this year. And um, and the big win for your lad Sligo against um, against Louth the last week. Not bad. Um, and yeah. Louth, of course, are in the final of Division Three, and uh, Offaly, of course, um, sent Leash packing for the first time in since 1967. Ken Leash have been relegated to Division Four football. It's very sad. They're looking for all kinds of heads to roll in Leash following that display. I can tell you, and uh, and they should. They should the be Lord Hokey, huh? 1967. That's a very important year for me and you, isn't it? <laughs> It huh? sure is, yeah. We shouldn't be talking too much about that No, year. we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Yes. Uh, obviously no. now, especially with Leash doing that, down into Division 4 football. Down into Division huh? 4, yeah. Down shocking. in Carlo. Shocking. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Carlo in London. Oh, um, that's awful. Listen, rugby. Yes. Munster and Leinster. Fantastic news there. Brilliant. Big tilt coming up. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. That's uh, It was great to see them... Uh, Playing last week, very good all round, and uh, big big support out to over seventy six thousand. I think at both matches, so so wow. uh, combined, incredible. so incredible. incredible. So yeah, it's going to be great to see the lads go at it. And today, um, the last I saw, Leinster were actually losing to Ospreys in the Pro 12, 11, 10. Yeah. So, but that game is just going on, and yeah. Munster played Glasgow. Last night, uh, Ulster tied Cardiff 24-24 and uh, Connacht beat Edinburgh 22-19. So, yeah, uh, so yeah but it'll wow. be great to see the, the Munster and Leinster back in uh, at the highest level here. So uh, big, we'll look forward to that. It could be an interesting final. If it could be an all-Irish uh, final there, uh, which, would, which would be fantastic. That would be mighty, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Tough task yeah. ahead, but we'll see how they, uh, how they get along. It'll be, uh, it'll be good. And... Uh, in the uh, the Irish Premiership, a uh, few results from last night. 3 nothing for Cork over Derry. Drogheda 2-1 over Shams. Finn Harps lost to Dundalk 2 nothing. Bray took Galway down. Galway can't get a break at all there, so they uh, Bray beat them one nothing. And St. Pat's lost to Limerick 2 nothing. And my boys, Sligo, go at it today with uh, with Bowles, So, Oh, boy, very good. So that's, uh, that's the crack there. Um, what Wonderful. else is going on with you now? What about the tunes today? And you have, a, you oh, have the roses calling in as well. Loads, loads of them. Loads, of, loads of roses calling in. They're doing their interviews today down at uh, PG O'Brien's. At the, the annual interview is going on there. Yeah. So, um, so that'll be good. And we'll have the the ladies calling in, which uh, they do every year. And we'll have a yeah. chat with them and find out who they are and what they're all about. Was this time a year ago that you interviewed Dahi O'Shea on the show, Ken? So it was. Yeah. What's we do for a return? Yeah, I, t- I tell you, we're going to have to get him back on, all right, yeah. He didn't do our Canadian girl any favourites, though. No, no, indeed. <laughs> and so. um, listen, that documentary that um, uh, we had, um, we had Mr. Byrne on there about his documentary, Crash and Burn, and um, I, I, uh, one of the, uh, the fellows who went to it and took two tickets um, had sent me a note saying that it was a fantastic show and he got to meet the man himself there. Um, so uh, I know that's on again this evening. Uh, I believe the show. There's two today. I think one at one thirty and one at seven thirty, if I'm not mistaken. Check that now, just in case I'm wrong. Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, You're right there. Yeah, they're on. Uh, they're on tonight. One half one today, and then later on tonight uh, is the show yeah. on at the uh, at Mini uh, down there in uh, Mount Pleasant. There, Mini Grid are presenting yeah, that. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, he said it was a, an absolutely outstanding performance. A great show. So. Um, and listen, you're heading down to uh, to see the Leafs tonight. I am. Yeah, very important game against uh, Pittsburgh. So uh, it'll be uh, 
It's kind of do or getting die, tight, isn't it? Kenny. Huh? Getting tight. It's Sounds getting very tight. Very tight. Yeah, yeah. They need to win this one. All right. So anyway, listen, you keep hitting them straight anyway down there. I will. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again. Of course, I won't be here next week. I'll be uh, calling in from uh, the kitchen table in Sligo. Oh, good man yourself. I'll be there with bells on. Don't worry. Good man. All right. I'll chat to you next week anyway. Okay. Good luck, Kenny. All right, pal. All the best. The pale moon was rising above the green mountain. The sun was declining beneath a blue sea. When I strayed with my love to the pure crystal fountain that stands in the beautiful vale. Of Charlie, she was lovely and fair as the rose of the summer. Yet was not her beauty alone that won me. Oh no, twas the truth in her eyes ever dawning that made me love Mary. The rose of Tralee The cool shades of evening Their mantle was spreading And Mary, all smiling Sat listening to me The moon through the valley her pale rays was shedding when I won the heart of the rose of Tralee she's lovely and fair as the rose of the summer yet was not her beauty alone that won me Was the truth in her eyes ever dawning that made me love Mary, the rose of Tralee, that made me love Mary, the rose of Tralee. The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. 
call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. Very good. Yes, well, uh, just before the ad there, we had Sean Dumphy, and uh, he was singing, of course, Rosa Tralee. And why? Because we're going to chat to all our lovely roses down at PJ's there. And Sean Dumphy, in case you didn't know, represented Ireland in 1967. We were already talking about that year just a few minutes ago in the Eurovision, and he had that song, If I Could Choose. And he actually ended up coming second uh, that time in the Eurovision. He lost out to the English lass, Sandy Shaw, and uh, Puppet on a String. There you go. That's bringing back some memories. And actually, uh, Sean's son, Brian, is a member of the uh, the High Kings. Well, anyway, we're going to go down now to the uh, PJs, and we're going to chat with Shannon Rush. Good morning, Shannon. Morning, Ken. How are you? I'm great. How are things? Things are well, things are well. I've got some uh, lovely ladies here looking to be the next Toronto Rose. That's outstanding. There must be great excitement altogether down there this morning. Yeah, excitement and maybe a few nerves as well. It's interview day today, so they'll be meeting with our judges for the first time. Well, you always make them uh, relaxed anyway. You you have a great uh, way about you down there, and it's always uh, a good atmosphere. I would think it was last year when I was down there visiting with you, so missing it this year, of course, but it's always good to get you on the radio anyway. Oh, thank you so much. So listen, you have the uh, the big ball as well coming up May the 13th at the uh, King Garden Banquet Hall. Yes, um, absolutely. And uh, you want to maybe tell our listeners about uh, about that and how they might be able to get tickets. Sure. So um, like you said, the ball is Saturday, May 13th at the King Garden Banquet Hall, which is um, uh, at the corner of Islington and the Queensway. Um, tickets are $85 for a sit-down dinner and open bar. Um, and people can buy tickets online um, by going to torontoirishculturalsociety.com and they can buy them through PayPal. Lovely stuff. And how many young ladies do you have here uh, this year? We have six this year. Very good. Very mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a good group. That's excellent. That's great. And we're going to have a little chat with them? Absolutely, yeah. I think they're looking forward to introducing themselves. So I'm going to pass the phone off now, all right? Wonderful stuff. Thanks a million, Shannon. Okay, take care, Ken. Cheers. Hi there. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Not too bad, and who are you now? I'm Maeve O'Connor. Um, I actually did the Rose last year, so I'm really excited to do it again this year. Excellent. Um, and my Irish connection actually comes from my parents. They're both born in Ireland, and most of my family's actually over there. So I'm one of the few that's over here. Very good. And did you have you been to Ireland before? I have. I was there last year, actually. I spent a month there. Oh, lovely stuff. And where are they from in Ireland? Both of my parents and most of my family are from Dublin. Lovely stuff. Great great city, isn't it? Oh, it's beautiful. Very good. Well, listen, the best of luck to you today. Thank you. And uh, maybe pass on the phone there to the next person. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Not too bad. Who's this? This is Colombe Nadeau O'Shea. Lovely stuff. <laughs> Thank you. It's <laughs> a great name altogether. Thank you very much. And what's your connection now to, uh, to Ireland and the Rose? Yes, um, both my grandparents on my father's side are from Dublin. I had an aunt and uncle born there as well. And my grandmother and my uncle um, were and are both heavily involved in the Rose. So I'm doing this in her honor. Ah, That's lovely. Very good. Well, the best of luck to you in this. Thank you very much. And don't be too nervous now, all right? 
Oh, definitely not. Have you got a special party piece? Yes. Are you allowed to tell us what it is? No. Well, <laughs> it's okay. a secret. Okay. All right. Very good. Take All care. Right, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi there. How are things? Not so bad. Good morning. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you? Great, great. So tell us about your Irish connection. Uh, so I'm originally from Cork. Go away, are that. Um, uh, pardon? Go away, are that, are you? I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just moved over here two years ago. So, um, Very good. I'm, yeah, I, I said I'm, I'm probably less Irish than the actual, uh, than, the, than the other contestants here today, but um, I, I, I'm going to go for it anyway. Why not? Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I moved over here two years ago and I'm working just outside uh, outside of Toronto. So um said it's a good way to meet some, uh, meet some friends in the city and, um, you know, get involved with the cultural society and things. Ah, that's brilliant. That's great. And how are you yeah. enjoying your life here in, in Toronto? Great. Yeah, I love it. I'm not, not as big a fan of the surprise snow sessions and everything like that, but uh, the winters are a bit harsh, but other than that, I love it here. Yeah, and, and this was a mild winter too, so... I know, that's what everyone keeps telling me. Everybody keeps telling me how mild the winters have been since I've been here. But the summers are well worth it, aren't they? Yeah, they absolutely are. Well, you know yourselves now, you're not, you're not, not used to that kind of weather. Like Not at all. No, no, no. We're, we're more used to all that rain that we had actually this I know. week. So it was shocking, yeah, exactly, wasn't it? Exactly, exactly. So yeah, very good. So, uh, so you're looking forward to doing this, and uh, I, I am indeed, and getting to know all the all the other girls that are participating. It's great. Well, every year that we talk to uh, all the various roses, they say they make these friendships for life. Then, and they all kind of hang so out. I've so I've heard, yeah. So I've heard indeed. So fingers crossed, it'll be the same this year. Very good. Well, listen. The best of luck to you. All right, no problem. Take care. All right, nice to talk to you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Good luck. Bye. Hello. Good morning. Who do we have here? Um, I'm Neve, Neve Guiley. Good girl, Neve. How are things? Good. How are you? Not so bad. So, what's your connection to Ireland and the the Rose of Tralee? Um, my mum was born in Galway, but my whole family still lives in Sandyford and uh, and Dublin. But um, I live here with my family. So, yeah. Very good. And do you get back to Ireland much? Yes, um, I've been back and forth my whole life. Um, we used to spend a lot of time in uh, Rathfarnham, just outside of Dublin. Ah, very good. Excellent. Yeah. And you're looking forward to today? Yes, very much so. Good stuff. No nerves, no? No, not yet, but probably later. <laughs> ah, yeah, don't be worried about it at all. You'll do great. Oh, thank you. Well, listen, the best of luck in this. Thank you very much. And thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you. Excellent. Well done. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Hey, how's it going? I'm not so bad. How are you? Good, thanks. My name's Roya Hakemi. Very good. And what's your connection to uh, to Ireland and the, the Rose of Tralee? So my mom is Irish, and I've gone back at least once a year ever since I was little. So I've spent a lot of time in Ireland and have lots of family there and love it a lot, especially Dublin. Um, in Dublin. Is that where your mommy is from? Yes, she's from Dundrum. Ah, very good. Excellent. Yeah, right by the mall. Perfect location. Oh, for the shopping. you got to <laughs> yeah. love the shopping, the bargains. got to love the shopping. <laughs> pennies. Oh, the pennies, yeah. Loads pennies. of bargains at pennies, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. So, uh, uh, how are things going for you there this morning? Really good. Yeah, lots of nice girls to meet, and I think we're in for a really fun day. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. No, it'll be great for you, so it will. Enjoy, yeah. enjoy the experience, and you'll make great. friends there for life. Exactly. Thank you so much. The best of luck to you in this. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Good morning. My name is Cassandra Tornaboy. How are you doing? Great. Thank you. How are you? I'm excellent. So tell us a little bit about your connection to Ireland and the Rose of Tralee. <laughs> I will, absolutely. Um, so my Irish heritage comes from my mom's side, and we're from Kil- Kilkenny. 
Um, but we have been living in Canada for a couple of generations, but we are living on the exact same plot of land. We, I'm from a farm uh, where my ancestors uh, started farming way back when. So it's really nice to have that connection to my Irish roots here right at home in Canada as well. Wonderful. And do you get to go back to the farm in Kilkenny? Um, I have, yes. Um, not for a couple of years, um, but I did go on a, a school trip a few years ago and I did have the time to go visit my family when I was there. Very good. So you'll be keeping the old fingers crossed now that you win this and you get back again. Absolutely. That's uh, that's that's the dream. <laughs> so do you have a, a special party piece that you can share with us? Maybe you can whisper it. Oh, well, well you have to come, you have to come <laughs> on May 13th to see that. <laughs> that's a great answer. Well done. Good, good. Excellent. Well, the best of luck to you in this. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, All right. And I think... Um, we we're going to get you to talk to Petra, our, our current Toronto Rose. Oh, very good. Excellent. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks a million. So good luck. Well, hello there, gentlemen. Petra, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Mr. O'Brien is in North Carolina this morning, so he's not here. It's just me, Ken, here now on Mike's side. So. Ah, you poor thing all alone. All alone. He left me hanging here. It's ah. terrible. But at least I'm lucky. I get to talk to all you roses there, so it's great. Well, you are very fortunate to be able to talk to all the roses. Yes, this is true. I am. I am indeed. So listen, give us a little bit of uh, your last year here. So before you hand over the sash on May the 13th, tell us uh, what you've been up to. Well, you know, it has been quite a year. I've spent the, uh, the last few months just really getting in touch with the Irish community in Toronto, going to as many Irish player shows as I can, you know, the GAA Gala, um, and I even kind of went a little bit extra there and traveled with the Rose of Trilly to Belarus and fundraised with the Irish community as well as my own community in Etobicoke to, for Chernobyl Children's International, Eddie Roche's organization. Wow, that must have been some experience going over there. And so I was there, there for a little while uh, taking care, helping take care of uh, some of these kids. And, you know, it was it was a difficult but a very warming experience and wonderful to be able to bring the Irish and Toronto spirit there and uh, spend time with the children. Fair play to you. I mean, that's probably something that a lot of people don't realize that the work that goes on that you're doing, you know, volunteering and, and going to places like Belarus. So, well done. Well, you know, the Rose the Rose Gala is one night and Tralee is two weeks, but it is a whole year where you get to really represent Toronto and, and your community. So, you know, it's fair play to anyone who goes for it. I'm really looking forward to you getting to know all the girls that are going this year and uh, seeing how they get involved in the Toronto Irish community. Well, as busy a year it is, I'm sure you'll be uh, glad of the break when it's all over, too. Well, you know, we will all get together and celebrate on May 13th there for the new one and for this old one to retiring. Very good, very good. <laughs> well, keep in touch with us for sure. Oh, we'll do, we'll do. Feel free to call me anytime. All right, Petra. <laughs> okay, talk to you Enjoy soon. today, and uh, we'll see you on May the 13th. Looking forward to it. All right, all the best. All right. Good luck. All the best. Bye. Bye. All right, very good. There you go. The Rose of Tralee and... Uh, that's all the ladies down there doing their interviews today. I'm sure the mammies and daddies will all be a little bit nervous for them, but uh, they'll all do a great job. All right, we'll move on here with a wee bit of music.
and I swallowed this spoon and you whispered as I walked away. I don't care what you say. We won't be better this way. That's lovely. That is Roisin O and Better This Way. And uh, Roisin O, I had an email from her and uh, she is now touring with the one and only Mary Black in uh, the US. And Roisin O is looking to do some gigs in some pubs around here in late August. And she's asked me to help her out. So I'm just getting the word out. She's a fabulous artist. In fact, if you recall on the centenary program on RTE, Roisin and her brother, Danny O'Reilly, and her cousin, Aoife Scott, sang at, uh, the setup there was at Kilmainham Jail, and they sang Grace there, and it was a wonderful performance of it. We'll have to play that in the next few weeks on the show. But um, she's also, of course, Mary Black's daughter. So uh, a wonderful talent. If you want to check out her music, you can uh, check out Roisin O 
com and uh, see some of her uh, music. The, the video to that song is uh, phenomenal, really well shot. So we'll interview Roisin in uh, maybe the uh, the coming weeks or months and look forward to seeing her here in Toronto. But if you uh, are out there listening and you have uh, a pub and you'd like Roisin to play at it, then maybe give me a call or an email. All right. Well, on the line, I hear he's uh, down there in Ottawa in search of some Easter eggs. It's nearly Easter egg hunt. And uh, it's Desmond Voy, and he's going to bring us the news from Ireland. Good morning, Desmond. Good morning, Ken. Great sound show this morning, and good morning, folks. That's right, Desmond Voy here with the news from Ireland for this week. As Ken said, coming to you live from the Easter Egg Hunt at Riverside Park in Carlton Place, brought to you by the Harvest Community Church. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning... Well, breaking news this morning that the Irish government is looking to end the 90-year-old ban on the sale of alcohol on Good Friday. The Irish Times is reporting this morning that the ban could be dropped in time for Good Friday 2018. Tanisha Francis Fitzgerald has indicated that the government will move to support a bill put forward by a quartet of independent senators to lift the ban, which comes up for a vote next week. The ban was first introduced in Ireland in 1927. In other news this morning, how could the National Police Force be so out of touch with itself? The Fenley Commission report was released this week and found that there was, quote, almost total ignorance at the highest levels of the force that the main telephone line at Garda Shikana divisional stations outside of Dublin were being recorded from 1996 onwards. The commission was established in March of 2014 to investigate the resignation of then Garda Commissioner Martin Callanan and the taping of telephone calls at Garda stations. The report, according to RTE News, found that knowledge of the recordings was limited mostly to members of the telecommunications section and an unknown number of local Garda officers. The report also found that systems used to record and retain non-999 calls were unlawful as they infringed on the rights of personal privacy of those recorded. The Gardaí also had no right to use the recorded information. However, the report also found that there did not appear to be any attempt to record calls between lawyers and clients. The existence of the recording system only came to light when Callanan told the Attorney General in November of 2013. And since the senior ranks were almost totally unaware of the recording system's existence, no Justice Minister from 1980 to 2006 had any knowledge of the recordings. While current Commissioner Noreen O'Sullivan and her five predecessors knew that some calls were being recorded, they did not know that all calls were being systematically recorded as a matter of routine. Tishuk Endekemi was made aware of the phone tapping program on the evening of March 24, 2014, after a briefing from the Attorney General. The gravity of the matter was conveyed to Callanan, who retired shortly thereafter, even though it had been he several months previous who had ordered the program stopped. It is now believed that Kenny and the Attorney General were unaware of this move at the time. The report did conclude that in spite of this, quote, this is not a history, there is not a history of anything approaching deliberate abuse of power and that the system was not snooping or spying in private lives. In other news this morning, if you like facts and figures, you'll love this story, as the results of the 2016 census were published this week. More than 2 million households completed the survey on April 24, 2016, showing that there were more than 4.7 million Irishmen and women in the Republic of Ireland, a jump of 3.8% since 2011, according to the Irish Daily Mirror. This is actually the slowest population increase in Ireland in 20 years. Only counties Mayo and Donegal showed population decreases. 
Non-Irish nationals make up 11.6% of the population, a first-time decline since the question was first asked in 2002. Also, for the first time since 1946, the number of Irish speakers has fallen. About 3,382 fewer people speak Gaelic outside of the education system than they did in 2011, down to 78,803 people speaking the language daily. The religious face of Ireland continues to change as well. There are now more than 3.7 million Roman Catholics in Ireland, down 132,200 in 2011, a drop of 84.2% of the population to 78.3%. However, the number of people professing no religious affiliation has doubled to more than 468,000, making up nearly 10% of the population. And finally, there are about 14,200 Muslims now living in Ireland. In sports news this morning, the Republic of Ireland senior women's national team were back on the pitch for training ahead of their big game against Slovakia on Monday at Tallis Stadium in Dublin. The players had taken the decision not to show up to training earlier in the week in a disagreement with the Football Association of Ireland over pay and working conditions, which saw the women having to change in public airport toilets and share track suits. At 3.25 a.m. on Thursday, following a late night of negotiations, the two sides reached an agreement after mediation talks, according to the Irish Independent. It was reported that all issues had been addressed. Stuart Gilhooley of the Players Association said that the teammates were, quote, satisfied with the outcome. The issues over pay and conditions had been brought to light during a press conference at Liberty Hall on Tuesday. The players have had to take time off from work to represent Ireland and thus suffer a loss of earnings. Players will now get a match fee of 300 euros. As for changing in toilets, Gilhooley said that that will not be happening again. Sports Minister Patrick O'Donovan has said that there needs to be a change in, quote, the mindset as to how we view the role of women in sports. Well, this week in Irish history, the Second World War comes home to Belfast as the Luftwaffe drops 800 incendiary bombs on Belfast on April 8, 1941, killing 13 people the first night in a series of raids. On the same day in 2003, Northern Ireland poet Paul Muldoon wins the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry. On April 6, 1926, Ian Paisley, later Northern Ireland's first minister, firebrand preacher and co-founder of the Democratic Unionist Party, is born in County Armagh. On April 5, 1922, the Royal Ulster Constabulary is formed a day after the Royal Irish Constabulary disbands. And on April 4, 1774, Oliver Goldsmith, a County Westmeath poet and author of books such as The Vicar of Wakefield and plays like She Stoops to Conquer, dies. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends over at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the dulcet tones of Ken Tracy and Kyolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slango Foil.
It's there I spied a damsel fair Most pleasing to my mind Her rosy cheeks and sparkling eyes Like arrows pierced my breast And they call her lovely Molly The lily of the west One day as I was walking Down by a shady grove I spied a lord of high degree Conversing with my love As she sang a song delightfully While I was sore oppressed Saying I bid adieu To Molly of the Lily stand my trial and boldly I did plead a flaw was in my indictment found and that soon had me free that beauty bright I did adore the judge did her address and now go your face
In every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition. And a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness. All right, folks, here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. And Celtic Canada is out on the streets right now, folks. You can check out their magazine and get all the stories from coast to coast. And, of course, you can check them out online and like them on Facebook as well, CelticCanada.com. Ellie would love to hear from you. We talked about it at the top of the show. Mini Grid are presenting the Canadian premiere of Crash and Burn, a documentary based on the biography of Dundalk-born Formula One's bad boy Tommy Byrne. The documentary will have the Canadian premiere at the Regent Theatre. Actually, it was last night there. And then today, there's another showing at half one and at half seven as well. The Regent Theatre is down there at 551 Mount Pleasant Road. And Tommy Byrne and producer David Burke will be attending and they'll be hosting a Q&A down there as well. You can give Minigrid a call if you want your tickets, 416-488-7663. Or you can go online, Minigrid. Dot com. Tickets are only $20, and that does include your taxes, and there are limited seating, so you want to get in and chat to the lads quickly. The Spur Festival is on, and they're presenting a couple of different shows today. Paul Durkin uh, with a show called The Dark School, and that's on at 4.30 today, and you can buy your tickets at spurfestival.ca and uh, you can check out all of the information there. The admission is $15, students are $10, and it's all taking place down at the Innes Town Hall on Sussex Avenue in Toronto. And then a little bit later on this evening at half six is a film by um, A Vision, it's called, and A Life of W.B. Yeats. Good man, Yeats himself, from the... uh, town of uh, Sligo there buried just outside it so uh, go down and check those out at Spur Presents and if you uh, want tickets to that show why don't you give me uh, a call after the show and we'll uh, set you up with some tickets for that for this evening 416-725-9670 if you want tickets to that show the Easter Rising Commemoration Breakfast is happening in Toronto and it'll take place on the on April the 16th at the Estonia House, 958 Broadview Avenue in Toronto. Guest speaker will be Sinn Féin's Padder Tobin, TD, and the Irish Rogues will provide the musical entertainment after the breakfast and the formal programme. Tickets are $25 and can be purchased from your usual ticket sellers or you can go to Friends of Sinn Féin website, fosfc.com. I'll give them a call, 416-402-3729. And the Mayo Person of the Year is taking place, and they'd love you to join them for their annual dinner dance at the Mayo Association. Spread the word around to your friends and get a table for a great evening's entertainment. This year, we'd like to congratulate Mary Kelleher. Uh, The Mayo Association will be honouring Mary as their Mayo Person of the Year. Congratulations, Mary. It's all taking place on Saturday, the 6th of May, at the Le Traport Banquet Hall at 1075 Queensway East in Mississauga. Tickets are $65 per person, and uh, it all takes place. Uh, the cocktails will be at 6 p.m., dinner at 7 p.m., and Trish O'Brien and her band will perform the entertainment. And Trish did a marvellous do- job down at the Irish Person of the Year this uh, this year when we uh, honoured uh, Colin Wilkinson. So uh, you'll be in for a great night of entertainment with Trish and the band there. For tickets and more information, you give Kathleen a call, 416 748 9227 or Valerie would love to hear from you as well 647 342 2896 
Darkness into Light are delighted to be partnered with a fantastic Toronto charity this year called Progress Place. And this year's Darkness into Light in Toronto will take place on Saturday, May the 6th at 5 a.m. They'll walk the five-kilometre route from Jack Layton Ferry Docks to Ireland Park and back. And we had the roses on a little bit earlier. The Toronto Rose Ball is taking place on Saturday, May the 13th at the King Garden Banquet Hall. 15 Canmotor Avenue, just east of Islington and the Queensway. Tickets are $85 for a sit-down dinner and an open bar. That's a bargain. And they can be purchased at torontoirishculturalsociety.com or give Paddy Canavan a call, 416-206-8670. And the Thomas Darcy McGee Summer School is uh, taking place in Carlingford from August 21st to the 23rd and they're going to be helping Canada celebrate its 150th birthday. The Canadian uh, Confederation of Irish Fenianism is uh, the theme and the sixth annual summer school dedicated to Darcy McGee, whose, uh, of course, his inspirational speeches played a key role in the establishment of the Canadian Confederation in 1867. And General John de will be one of the key speakers. You can get more information by giving an email to Tommy Fegan, at gmail.com or go to the thomasdarcymcgee.com website. For all the information that I've given out, you can go to our website, saturdayirishradio.com and check out the websites, phone numbers, email addresses and such. And if you have an event in town that you'd like me to chat about, then please send me an email, ken at saturdayirishradio, and we'll get it on. All right, folks, we'll uh, go and play a wee bit of music. We... uh, Talked about the High Kings a little bit earlier on, and one of the lads in that band, his dad, Sean Dumphy, we had singing the Rosa Tralee. Well, here's the High Kings right now. What's the news? What's the news? I'll be bound, Shelmalier, which your long barrel's gone from the sea. Say what wind from the south brings your messenger here with the hymn of the dawn for the free. Goodly news, goodly news do I bring you the fourth. Goodly news do you hear, Bodgy Man? For the boys march at dawn from the south to the north, led by Kelly, the boy from Galan. He looks like a king in command. And me boys, that's the parade of the bow chandeliers. Amongst our greatest of heroes, a man. Fling your beavers along and give tree ringing cheers. For John Kelly, the boy from Calais.
just set by the sleigh in these red waves. And poor experts strip naked, hung high on a cross, with their heart pierced by traitors and slaves. Glory, oh, glory. think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Yes, indeed. And get down there and watch all your... Uh Sporting events there, Mike, would love to see you. All right, well, a little uh, result in here in the Pro 12. Leinster did come back and beat Ospreys 2018. They were uh, losing for most of that game there, so well done to Leinster. And again, a big congratulations to Mary Kelleher, announced as the uh, Mayo Person of the Year. So well done, Mary. All right, earlier on I played Roshino, daughter of Mary Black, and uh, got a little bit of a, a family theme obviously going today with a father and son act earlier. And now a mother and daughter. Here's Mary Black singing one of her great songs, Sunny. Sunny lives on a farm in a wide open space. Take off your shoes, stay out of the race. Lay down your head with a soft river bed. Sunny always remembers the words Mama said. Sits by his window in his room by the stairs. 
Very good. All right, folks, another hour has passed us by and uh, we'll uh, go out here with Steve Wickham, great fiddle player from Dublin and has his home in Sligo. Uh, big shout out to my uh, my team on Thursday nights. We won the league in the uh, in Oakville there. A motley crew down there and a big uh, happy birthday to Adam Smith, uh, his uh, big 4-0 last night. And um, congratulations to them. A few quick results in from the Premier League. Liverpool ended up beating Stoke 2-1. Uh, Tottenham won against uh, Watford 4-0. Man City beat Hull 3-1. Middlesbrough tied with Burnley 0-0. West Brom were beaten by Southampton 1-0. And West Ham beat Swansea 1-0. Slán a guibh folks. Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is AM 1430.